Packers Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Go Pack Go! Jumping on the WTMJ hotline, it's Larry McCarran. Yes, The Rock, Larry McCarran, the man, the Packers Hall of Famer, the broadcaster that we could fill up the next six minutes with all the stuff he does. Hello, Larry. John, how you doing? I am jumping on the WTMJ hotline, <laughs> and, I, and I am thrilled to do it. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you, Larry, give us some perspective. Back when you played, if you had an extra day off, I want to talk about what happened before the San Diego game. I said San Diego again. Before the Chargers <laughs> game. Drink. We, we, we get the message. We hear what you're saying. So... They had an extra day off. Aaron Rodgers alluded to maybe that didn't work out so well with guys with choices they made and having free time and being out there a day early. How do players handle that, and how's that different from when you would have freedom and days off when you were on the road? Oh, the thing of going out west when you're doing something like that is not unusual, and a lot of teams done it, uh, do it, and the Packers have done it before. And I really think it's kind of an individual thing. Uh, getting ready for a football game is kind of an emotional commitment, and it requires total engagement, investment, uh, uh, focus. It involves all those things, and I, and I think nobody can do that for you but you. And if you're not ready to play, if you were there a day early, if you got there the day of, uh, if you're not ready to play, it's on the guy in the mirror. And if you're looking for fault somebody, it's the guy in the mirror. You know what it takes to get yourself ready to play, and those are the things you have to do. And I think it's a, a nice uh, uh, reason for it. And, hey, we went out early. But the Packers have done that uh, before in a number of situations and managed to play well, win the game, and so forth. I, I just think enough guys didn't get themselves ready to play, and you saw the results. You know, Larry, what do you do on defense here? It, it's been, by and large, pretty solid. I mean, you give up 21 points a game. I, I think in today's NFL, that's that's overall pretty good. Sack totals seem to be waning a little bit. The turnovers a little more spotty than they were at the beginning of the season. And, you know, we've seen the yardage totals creep up a little bit here as well. I, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? If you want to be aggressive in blitz, well, maybe that leaves the back end a little bit untouched and more one-on-one. But if you want to sink people back into coverage, maybe the quarterback has more time. So what what is that happy medium where you can still have that aggressive style of play that helps force the issue a little bit? Well, I think it's kind of a uh, uh, the, the situation uh, scenario you describe is kind of a catch-22. You know, you defend the pass, you defend the run, but you can't do both. I think in a situation like this, do I feel in my heart of hearts the Packers – have folks who are better than what they've played, that their talent warrants better consistent play on the defensive side of the ball? Yes, I do. And do I think anybody's purposely just taking the day off or just, you know, just out to space and not paying attention and not taking care of their, their job, their own responsibility? No, but I think over the course of the season that the Packer defense, if you looked at it statistically, and, and, and I looked at a real in-depth thing, has been waning. I mean, it, it, it's been heading and trending in the wrong direction. And I think uh, a way to stop that, if you do in fact have the talent, and I think they do, is closer attention to detail by all hands. I mean, if this is my job, 
my one-eleventh of the operation is me doing this, then before you do anything else, you take care of that one-eleventh, and then go from there. And I think we've seen situations with explosive plays, both in the run game and the pass game, where guys just haven't done that. You know, we've got people running free. We've, we've got backs breaking in the open and much too easily. And we've got missed tackles. So some of those things, or all of those things, I mean, I think it starts with attention to detail and taking care of your 111th. Carolina Panthers come to town. What do you think it is that they do best? I'll tell you what, I think they do a lot of things well, and this game I think has to be taken very seriously. Christian McCaffrey is just going nuts, leads the league in total yardage and touchdowns, and what I found really surprising, I haven't studied the Panthers in a while, what I found really surprising is they just pound them up the middle. So many of his runs are right up the gut between the tackles, and they've been very successful with them. Now, defensively, it's kind of an odd group. They allow more than five yards a carry. That's more than the Green Bay Packers. They allow more than five a carry, but they lead the league in sacks with 34, and they're second in interceptions. And with that sack total, I think it's interesting. All of the Green Bay Packers sacks are pretty much with two guys, the Smith brothers, okay? That's where all the Packers sacks are at. The the Panthers, they've got 34, and they've got seven players with three or more sacks. I mean, the rush comes from a lot of different places. So I think it's the kind of team where that rushing statistic, better than five a carry allowed, that's inviting. But when it comes to the passing game, you better be up to snuff on your protection and where you're going with the football because they've shown the ability to both sack and intercept the opposition. Packers Hall of Famer Larry McCarron. Great stuff, Larry. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You guys have a good day and stay warm.